0: Podcast Fantasy Show. I'm your host, Adam Castor. Here is as always my co-host Ed Birdsall. Mr. Birdsall missed you on Monday. Um, kind of happy that I didn't watch any of that jet game because I feel like I would have uh ripped all of my hair out just with the frustration. Seven years in a row. I hate it so much. Seven years in a row. It's just on a part return.
1: Like yeah, that was that was your um, that was your miracle at the Meadowlands.
0: Your our Deshaun Jackson moment. Yeah, that was your Deshaun Jackson moment. Yep, slash Herm Edwards. Hmm. Yes, Herm Edwards was the first one.
1: Yep, yeah, that was that was it. That was it for you. Um, yeah, it was a weird, very weird weekend of games, and I know we went over it um, Monday. I am very tired. I'm very tired. This is it's my first day of Thanksgiving break, so I'm just kind of uh, going through the motions. I'm a little, i a little sick too, a little bit, but it could also just be the fact that I've only been up for about ten minutes. So, gotta get to the, gotta get into the groove. Um, you sound but, a little stuffed up. Oh, I absolutely am. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm messed up. I'm messed up. Um, but ready to talk about week twelve. Ready to. Go over all the Thanksgiving games and all the games after that. And then, of course, you know, just a friendly reminder uh, get your mailbag questions in. Jake and I are recording a mailbag tomorrow at five. So make sure this tomorrow, is... Wednesday, Wednesday at five. So make sure, make sure you, you submit your questions.
0: I was going to say. So, um, yeah, make sure for that. Really, the only like this is the earliest preview we're going to be doing all year. Just because of how weird it is with the holidays and everything, Mm -hmm. so yes, for the Thanksgiving games we're going to have updated injury stuff, but for the Sunday games and Monday, forget it. We're not going to have any data for as far as injuries, right? Any clarity or anything like that, right? If if you're listening to us to be like, oh, what's going to go on with Justin Fields? Like we don't know about that. We 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 can't predict the future.
1: So there there is a possibility that maybe i do a short injury show on friday just by myself there there is a possibility that i do that just just because we don't have any injury information yet so there is a possibility that i could do that show on my own just to kind of keep people in the loop um not necessarily go over fantasy starts because that's what we're doing on here but just to give up-to-date injury information and what i would do in certain injury situations that i think I i could possibly do on friday um
0: also, you have to do the work too. You know, you have to be, have to be diligent about checking the injury reports and sure. on your lineups. Sure. But we'll, we'll help you out, obviously. Yeah. But part of it is, is you as well as the manager. Yes.
1: Yes, that is true.
0: But um, yeah, that's not, that's not a bad idea. Let's just start off then with Thanksgiving mm-hmm. and starting off with the twelve thirty game. Buffalo at Detroit. It's like Buffalo doesn't even have to leave. You can stay in the hotels for another week. No, they went they, they went, went back. They went back and then they they're back go, to Buffalo. And then they're gonna go back from Buffalo to Detroit. Yes. Interesting. Yes. Well, I guess where are they gonna practice? Whatever. They have two straight games in Ford Field, essentially. Yep. So they're used to it. But um yeah. The thing with this game um, that you have to monitor as far as injuries is, you know, DJ Chark is questionable. Um, And, like, otherwise, I mean, Josh Allen is questionable, but he's probably going to be playing. I I would be shocked if he's not going to be playing on Thanksgiving.
1: Yeah, I'd be be surprised. I mean, considering Josh Allen has been on the injury report for the last two weeks and he's played – Josh Allen's going to play.
0: Yeah. And the other thing with um, this game is the running back situation for the Detroit Lions. And we talk about it every week. I mean, Jamal Williams went off, against against the New York Giants, and DeAndre yeah, Swift got nothing. Jamal so, Williams
1: leads the league in rushing touchdowns. Good for him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think anybody would have saw that coming, but again, like I said, like I said, on the review show with Jake, if you were a zero RB team and you struck gold with Jamal Williams, congratulations, because odds are you're sitting really pretty right now. And you're in position to, uh, to, to potentially make a deep run to potentially win a championship. Cause those are the kind of picks that really separate the good team from the great teams is striking gold on some of these guys. And Jamal Williams, really, he, he's just been golden. He's just been golden. And a lot of these, Zero RB running backs have also been fantastic. Guys like Ramondre Stevenson, guys like Tony Pollard, Jamal Williams, Jeff Wilson, uh, Cordero Patterson, Antonio Gibson. Uh, well, These the zero RB teams are really the teams that I, I know just based on 19 teams that I have. I uh, went zero RB and I think, three or four of them. Those are my best teams by a lot.
0: Yeah, and honestly, it's funny because it's like, who's the handcuff? In the in the situation with Swift and Williams um I don't
1: know at the hand, the handcuff really is Justin Jackson I think I think that's like that's the clear cut like I don't know if there's a difference between Jamal and between Swift at the moment well I mean there is Jamal is getting 17 touches and DeAndre Swift's only getting six and they've been saying they're trying to work DeAndre Swift back. They've been trying to work DeAndre Swift back now for the last month. So I don't know. I don't know what the deal is. I don't know if DeAndre Swift really is that hurt or, or whatever. But, I mean, this goes, you know, very much in line with what we've always talked about with handcuffing your running backs, especially the ones that you take with high, high value capital. You have to do it because if you took DeAndre Swift and you're not, you did not handcuff him with Jamal Williams, you're in trouble. Now, if if you took DeAndre Swift, he hasn't been exactly doing it for you, but you have Jamal Williams, odds are you're still afloat. Odds odds are you're 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 not in the best position, but you're still hanging on because you have Jamal Williams who's just absolutely sealing all of the touchdown work, all of those short yards. It's 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 nice because there is some clear discrepancy with this backfield, but it's just not the guy that I think a lot of fantasy managers really wanted to go out and take. But I know in the, in, in the guillotine, by the way, Adam, congratulations for making it to another week in the guillotine. Same to you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Jamar Chase coming back to the squad this week. Very, very excited for that. But where that's where I had Jamal Williams, or I have Jamal Williams. And Jamal Williams has not left my lineup all year. I think if you were to look at every single week in that, in that league, I think I've started Jamal Williams every single week. He has not come out of my lineup.
0: Well, at this point, he—I have him in the non-guillotine, um, yeah. That which is also fun, and I can't believe why do you keep winning? Stupid, ridiculous. I won by one point. I know.
1: I survived. I Very survived. Annoying. Christian McCaffrey, James Connor, DeAndre Hopkins. I don't I'm know how.
0: So annoyed.
1: I think it just helped that it got so bad that the Cardinals and Niners decided to pull everybody. That that made me you know, really, really, really happy. And that was a three-way tie at the top of six and five. So that's good. That's good stuff. Um, but
0: but yeah, uh, with, Jamal, Jamal Williams is not leaving my lineup anymore.
1: No, it's, and you have to start him. Yeah, you, you have to start him unless you, unless you have a clear-cut better option. You, I don't. You have to start Jamal Williams. And this is it, – it's a tough matchup versus Buffalo, but you have to start him.
0: Yeah, honestly, I'm like, do I start both? Do I have Jamal Williams be my RB2 and then put like I don't know Miles Sanders or somebody in the flex? It's just a it's a tough decision thinking about
1: That's very tough. That's very tough. But in any in any event because
0: if you go ahead. Oh well if you start if you bench Swift and he goes off against Buffalo. You're like, why did I bench Swift? I knew I shouldn't have benched DeAndre Swift. I knew this was going to happen.
1: When we, talk, when we talk about benching guys, we always talk about who's the guy that if you're going to bench him and he goes off, is going to make you feel like less of an idiot. At this point, DeAndre Swift is a guy that if you start him, you're starting him because he's name value. If you're sitting him, you're sitting him because he hasn't performed, and he hasn't performed. He has not been that great. I mean, I know he scored – Versus the Giants, but that was three of four. I was one of four that DeAndre Swift got. So I think if you play DeAndre Swift, I mean, I know some people have to. But if you have options and you could afford benching DeAndre Swift, I mean, I I I think you have to do it. Uh, Jamal Williams definitely is a start, though. He's absolutely a start. Uh, if, If you could avoid streaming Jared Goff, I would definitely do that. And then Amon Ross St. Brown, of course, you're starting. And then outside of that, there's nobody else for Detroit that I'm willing to start. And then for Buffalo, you're starting really everybody for Buffalo. Uh, Josh Allen, you're starting. Devin Singletary, you're starting. Stefan Diggs, you're starting. I would actually – we talked about this on the on the review show as well. Uh, Jake and I both said that we would start Gabe Davis in this matchup. I, I'm starting Gabe Davis. I, I think this is this calls for a Gabe Davis three or four touchdown explosion. So I, I, would, I would start Gabe Davis. And I would also start Dawson Knox. I think Dawson Knox is a really, really good start this week. So fire him up.
0: All right. Well, next up on the slate is the, the midday game. And we have the New York Giants going up against your Dallas Cowboys. And, yeah, I mean, another great game from Tony Pollard. And I think the one thing with this is that Tony Pollard had a great game and Zeke was playing. So that's the thing. That's like, again, the, I,
1: I, yeah. sorry, Adam, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I said on the review show as well, if the split remains where it's 60, 40 favoring Tony Pollard, it you still, you still are sprinkling in Zeke. Zeke is still getting 10 to 15 touches, but Pollard is getting the majority of the passing downs work and getting, you know, some work on certain drives as the first down, second down, third down running back. That's great. That's great. That's a guy you could plug and play in your lineup as a very, very, very solid RB two, if not low end RB one. I have Tony Pollard as my RB nine this week. I like him that I like him that much, even though, even though he's still really a number one beat on the depth chart for Dallas. I love him so much. that Tony Pollard cracks into my top 10 this week.
0: Well, I mean, you got to go by what he did or what, just happened to the Giants last week that we literally just talked about with and Williams.
1: Yep, absolutely. And and you know, going off of you know what you said, Adam, again with the whole split with Pollard and Zeke. Zeke scored two touchdowns, so it's not like you know Zeke was nothing. He scored two touchdowns, but Tony Pollard was just he, he he's the most explosive offensive player on the Dallas Cowboys, and he has to get involved. You know, whether it is sparingly like they've been doing, which I don't mind. Uh, it, it might be annoying at some points for fantasy managers, because fantasy managers clearly, and, and I think any football fan, if you watch the Cowboys, I think anybody can see that Tony Pollard is just more explosive at this point than Ezekiel Elliott is. Um, and people are going to say, oh, but why is he not playing every down? Because they don't see him as an every down back. That's that's, that's just why. Um, but And to be fair also, it's not that it's Tony Pollard. It's just look at the league that we're in. You know, very rare. It's very rare now that you see a running back just own a backfield by himself. I think there's only a handful of of teams where you could say that guy just gets every single down, and that's it. I can think of one: it's Derrick Henry, Henry. it's Nick Chubb, it's um, it's Jonathan Taylor, it's Josh Jacobs, and then outside of that, maybe maybe Kenneth Walker as well. But even even Saquon Barkley necessarily, he still has to fight off some touches from Matt Uh Christian McCaffrey definitely is not that guy now in San Francisco with uh, with, with Elijah Mitchell, uh, Dalvin Cooks not that guy with with Alexander Madison. So there's there's just a handful there's a handful of guys that are in this that are in the league that really own a backfield. So you know when you're when you're putting Tony Pollard and you're saying, oh man, I wish he owned the backfield by himself, but he doesn't, so it has to. Negatively if, uh, impact him. I actually think it doesn't. I think it keeps Tony Pollard fresh, which is which is good. You know, because for a guy, listen, Tony Pollard is not is not a big guy. He's not a big guy either. He's gonna get he's gonna get hit a little bit, and you want to keep him as fresh as you possibly can. So, uh, going back to where I start, Tony Pollard. Yeah, I, I would I would definitely start Tony Pollard. Um, and then let me see where I have Zeke in my ranks. I have Zeke this week as my RB27. So I would I would consider Zeke as a flex play. But I do th- I do think Zeke potentially falls into the end zone. Uh you're starting Dak, you're starting CD. You could get away with starting Michael Gallup in all honesty cuz Michael Gallup just always seems to do terrible awful things against the uh, NFC East, Michael Gallup is not even a top 50 receiver for me this week, but I think I would, I would, if you're in a deep, deep, deep league and you're short on options, I know there's nobody on by this week and everyone plays at Thanksgiving, but if you're short on options and you need somebody, I think Gallup could be an okay play. If I, if I do say so myself and then Dalton Schultz, I would, I would start as well. Um, this is the Odell Beckham, uh, recruitment Derby. So okay. up the Cowboys, let's, let's, uh, let's get this done. Let's bring Odell home. Uh, for the Giants, I would start Daniel Jones. I think Daniel Jones is okay given the uh, the ability to rush the football. Obviously, you're starting Saquon Barkley, and I, and I think I would give Darius Slayton a look as like a as a let's see where do I have Darius Darius Slayton in the ranks? I have Slayton as my wide receiver 33. So as a low end wide receiver three, uh, Trayvon Diggs in coverage the last the last two weeks has allowed 27 yards passing. Over the last five, Trayvon Diggs has allowed 108 yards passing. So for all the people last year that were saying that Trayvon Diggs is just a turnover merchant, where are you at?
0: Well, I mean, he does just last year. That's really what he, that's all he did. All you do is get interceptions. That was last year. Yeah. Last year. So he
1: kept, he kept Justin Jefferson. He held Justin Jefferson to three catches. That is
0: my corner. That is my point. Well, we'll see in two weeks when Justin Jefferson gets lost in the sauce.
1: I have no bad things to say about uh, Sauce Gardner. He's he's a he's he's a he's a good boy. He's a good boy.
0: He is a good boy. He's fantastic.
1: Yeah, if only if only his quarterback could replicate his solid behavior.
0: I don't want to talk about it. Zach Wilson, I, I just I don't know anymore.
1: Oh, and by and by the way, because we always forget to do this, we always forget to talk about defenses, and it's terrible on our part. Uh, you are start starting me. the You are starting the Cowboys defense. I don't think you need me to tell you that, but you are starting the Cowboys defense every single I, week. Doesn't matter who they're playing, you're starting them. And the Bills defense too. Um. Probably. Probably, let me just see where I have in my ranks. I has my my uh, DST eight. So yeah, yeah, they're, they're startable. It's something. Yeah, I just don't. The Lions at home, they always put up points. So you could get bone there, but Buffalo is a good a good source for sacks and and potentially a turnover or two. So yeah,
0: they're fine. They could Buffalo could easily get a pick six or something. Or a fumble, or a scoop and score. Oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah, touchdown.
1: Yeah. Scoop, uh, scoop, score, strip sack, sacks, yeah, yeah, all that shit. Mm-hmm. It's just the points that worry me. But they, they do, they would need, they'll need a couple turnovers and a couple sacks. So I think they can get it.
0: Well, if you play in a league like the non guillotine you won't even lose points for having a shitty uh, defense, because that's the way it's sh- it should be.
1: Well, it's points based.
0: Yeah. No, points well, you based. don't get you don't get negative points. Well, oh, you don't
1: get negative points. No defense should ever be given negative points, ever. Yeah. Nor should they lose points because they give up yards. That's silly. Well, in
0: this day and age, it is very silly. It's
1: not because... how it works. The, it's not, how, not how it works in the NFL. Defenses are not penalized for giving up 300 yards.
0: Nobody cares about that.
1: No, no, they're not penalized for giving up 300 yards. They give up 300 yards, but only concede nine points. That's a great day. Everybody takes that.
0: Yep. All right. Well, well, there's an obvious joke here, and I will not be making it. So that's the end of that. Um, let's move on to the Sunday night game. And Thursday night. Thursday night. Whatever. It's on NBC. It just messed with my head a little bit. It is Thursday night. It is the those fucking Patriots going to New are going to uh, Minnesota to play the Vikings? And um that's funny. The pay, the Vikings get the Patriots and the Jets in back-to-back weeks. Weird. Yep. In their house. Hmm.
1: The only Patriot that I'm starting this week is Ramondre Stevenson. No, actually, no, I take that back. And Jacoby Myers.
0: That makes sense. Hmm.
1: Jacoby Myers, I, I would, I would give, I would give a look to. Um, and by the way, for all of those that are wondering, this is Kirk Cousins in Primetime.
0: Oh you oh you're fucked. Don't do it.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I I would stay clear.
0: Well, I would patriots stay well clear.
1: Of I'm sorry?
0: Are uh, the the patriots are over 500, which is also a thing that is going to go against Kirk Cousins. True. So, maybe not. I I personally
1: I would be staying away from Kirk Cousins this week. I have my QB 15. I, I'm staying away from that, honestly. Even as a streamer, I'd rather start Marcus Mariota. I'd rather start Jimmy Garoppolo. I'd rather start Daniel Jones. Even Derek Carr, I would I would give a I would give a look towards instead of for Kirk Cousins, even though I have Carr ranked lower. Um, but I'm starting Dalvin Cook. I'm starting Justin Jefferson. You can give Adam Thielen a little bit of a look. It's like a low, a low end wide receiver three, high end wide receiver four. And then TJ Hawkinson, yeah, you're you're starting TJ Hawkinson because there is uh, no options at the tight at the tight end position. And I doubt you're gonna find somebody much better.
0: Yep. Something also that's interesting. Uh, New England is playing basically back to back Thursday games. Because they're playing against Buffalo on Thursday night. One team. Week. One team always plays back to back, and
1: it's normally the Cowboys. So the fact that we actually get the mini buy is uh, is actually nice for a change.
0: Yeah. Normally, so that's, that's
1: the classic. That's the classic Cowboys death slot. Is they play on Thanksgiving, and then they automatically put them on Thursday night the following week.
0: <laughs> yeah. No. Not, not this year.
1: Thank God.
0: So uh, now, and it's- I, hate,
1: I hate playing on Thanksgiving. It's it's the worst.
0: Well, now it's two teams actually to get it because they're playing because it's Buffalo and New England. Mm-hmm. Both are playing. They're going to be on even footing.
1: Yep. Yeah. And like I said, I hate I hate playing on Thanksgiving. It's, it's awful.
0: Yeah. Well, I would give it about, to anybody
1: else in a heartbeat.
0: The thing about Thanksgiving is like there's so many opportunities because we always say like avoid those in football if you can because it doesn't get because it won't get you started off on the right foot for the week if like somebody really screws you and you don't have as much of an opportunity to, to like, kind of feel out injuries for players that are playing later in the week. And then you have that times three on Thanksgiving where you, depending on how your team is structured, like in my team on the non guillotine, I have like three or four guys going to on Thursday. So see, uh, I, 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 I kind of agree with that take, but
1: I also disagree with it because it's also Thanksgiving. And well, the- guys ball out on Thanksgiving. That's true. So it's different. It's different from any regular Thursday night game. It's Thanksgiving. They know the entire country is watching unlike a regular, you know, bullshit Thursday night game. They know they the country's watching, so they have to ball out. So yeah, it's a shitty Thursday night, which sucks but it's also a different thursday if 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 that makes sense but uh, it's more it's more so i hate thanksgiving just because if the cowboys lose i'm in a very terrible mood
0: yeah well that's thank god the jets haven't been on thanksgiving since that game,
1: the game i would about- happily trade with the jets or any other team that wants to play on thanksgiving i would happily oh. do it so i could oh. at least enjoy my thanksgiving just watch football in peace and not have to worry about my cowboys but not how it works. I chose this life.
0: I do remember that the Jets destroyed the Bengals on Thanksgiving in like 2010. So that was fun. Brad Smith had a punt return touchdown or kick return touchdown or something where he lost his shoe. You remember that game?
1: If only Brad Smith was mommy.
0: Yeah. Well, listen, he, he's fantastic. Brad Smith is, a, is an American hero. Uh,
1: yeah, I'm, I'm, star- I'm starting the campaign. Mommy for Hall of Fame.
0: Mommy for Hall of Fame. Hell yeah, I like to see those signs.
1: Most kick, most kick and punt return touchdowns of all time.
0: Well, if Devin has, is Devin Hester in the Hall of Fame, yeah, yeah. So then Cordell Patterson should be in the Hall of Fame.
1: Mommy, mommy Super for the Hall, Bowl. mommy for the Hall.
0: Super Bowl champion Cordell Patterson, fucking New England. Anyway,
1: great guy, great, 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 great guy.
0: Uh, okay. Anything else for this game? We can move on to Sunday. Nope. I'm
1: good. Uh, actually, actually, I would start, I would start the Patriots defense in this game. They've given you, they've given you absolutely no reason to sit them, uh, play them.
0: That's fair. All right. The first game of Sunday, Tampa Bay at Cleveland. This is the last game before he who shall not be named returns to the Browns.
1: Oh, and, when 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 Deshaun comes back, this is this offense is just gonna be so interesting.
0: Yeah, and you have Tampa Bay coming off of a bye and not a lot of injuries for right now, but I mean you're starting your guys. Like the Browns defense is really not good.
1: No, you're not start, you're, you're, you're starting any defense. No. I would stay away oh. from either defense in this game.
0: Well, not even from a fantasy perspective. I'm saying, like, you're starting your guys as in, like, you're starting Brady, probably. I mean, the real question is between Rashad White and Leonard Fournette. But you're starting Mike Evans. You're starting Chris Goblin.
1: I would sit both of them if you have the opportunity to do so. If I had to choose one, I'd choose Rashad White. But I would sit both of them and let it see how it goes. But this matchup is so good. It is so good against Cleveland, who get absolutely carved up on the ground. I would say if you could afford it, you'd play Rashad White as like a flex level play. But again, I want to see it again, if you could do it. But the matchup is so good, you you, you almost can't ignore it.
0: Yeah, but the receivers, though, you're starting the receivers.
1: Yes, you're starting Mike Evans, you're starting Chris Godwin.
0: What about Julio Jones? Just because it seems like he has, he's had, he has like a newfound connection with Tom Brady.
1: Uh, let's see how low Julio Jones is in the ranks. Uh, Julio Jones is my wide receiver seventy-eight.
0: Well, that answers my question.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What about and, Kate if, Otten? And, and for Cleveland? No, what about Kate Otten?
1: Oh, oh yeah, I forgot. I forgot about Kate Otten. I forgot who was the thing. Um, Cade Otten in my tight end ranks. He is my tight end thirty. All right. So that's a dough. No. Fair. So for that reason, I'm out.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, Cleveland then. I mean, you're not starting Jacoby Brissett. You're starting Nick Chubb. Kareem Hunt, as you were talking about with Jake, is droppable at this point. Um, Amari Cooper, that's that stat that you said about him scoring touchdowns, he scored a touchdown every home game this year? Yep. I think that probably uh holds in this game. I do too. I and do then too. If uh well David Njoku played last week, right?
1: Yeah, uh, first game first game back wasn't exactly the uh the best for him. Uh better days are coming for for David Njoku. I I I would I would still fire him up. Unless you unless you have like unless you have some better option like maybe maybe he was dropped and you picked him up. Um, and you're playing him with like Tyler Higby or Greg Dolchich or Dalton Schultz. I would start all those guys over, over David Njoku. But if you're playing David Njoku or Jawan Johnson, I would go David Njoku, <laughs> which by the way, by the way, no disrespect to Jawan Johnson. Jawan Johnson is a top 12 tight end for me this week. I, I start him, start him, but he's just a name that I would, I would, you know, start in Joku over.
0: Yep. Who would have thought Jawan Johnson? You know, Andy Dalton loves starting at tight ends.
1: He does. Juwan johnson has been he's been fantastic. Yeah. Well, I think five touchdowns in the last five weeks.
0: Yep. All right. Well, speaking of Andy Dalton, we're going to Andy Dalton's former team. Um, well, we already talked about one of his former teams, um, but we're going to talk about his actual former team. The former we're team. We're on to Cincinnati. Him. We're on to Cincinnati. Except this game's in Tennessee.
1: We're on a ten- we're on to Cincinnati in Tennessee.
0: We're on to Nashville. Cincinnati at Tennessee. Uh the real story is Joe Mixon. And Jamar Chase. But Joe Mixon.
1: Yeah, with Joe Mixon is definitely gonna it's definitely gonna be a game time call. I mean, we've just seen concussions and how they've been since the the uh Tua Debarco. injury, the Tua concussion. Uh, you know, you know, that guy, uh QB Alabama, you know, that guy. Um but
0: is that from something?
1: That from like, TikTok. Um, it, it, it's it's a spoof of the uh, Key Appeal uh, segment, but oh, <laughs> it's actually a human being. Yeah, just come. I just came up with it on the spot.
0: Oh, well,
1: very nice. I'm a comedic genius. What can I say? Um,
0: that sounds like me trying to pronounce uh, the quarterback from Clemson. His last name.
1: DJ Uliangaloi.
2: That's how you say that.
1: Oh, T.J. U.E. There's T. a there's like you pronounce it with an N, but there's no N in there.
0: Well, I hear I hear people pronounce Tua's name as Tonga Vailoa. yeah, not Tag, not Tagavailoa. Yep,
1: yeah, that's also that's also how people pronounce it. Yes.
0: Well, he's also Hawaiian, right? Yeah. Yeah, so that makes sense.
1: Yeah, I actually think the pronunciation of Tua uh to his name is Tua Tonga Valoa. Yes. It is. Like DJ Uyungle, like, but you know, when I when I go off, to a the QB Alabama. <laughs> it's gonna get
0: gets me every time. It's great. <laughs> it's
1: it, 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 very it, funny. It, it really is great stuff. Uh where were we? Oh, we were talking about Cincinnati and Joe and Joe, and Joe Mixon. I don't know how the hell do we get So we go from Joe Mixon to Tagalope You about, QB Alabama? Because um, we're talking about the uh to a Oh Alabama. yes, 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 yes. Um I think there's a chance that Mixon sits. I I, I think there is a there is a possibility that, that happens, but we're not gonna know for sure until close to kickoff. So um if you are a Joe Mixon manager and you don't have Samaj P Ryan, I wish you the best of luck going to get him. The good news is when I was doing waivers this morning, uh Samaje P Ryan had not fully on on ESPN or Yahoo or CBS, he hasn't gotten the full starter projection yet. So there's the possibility that you could be able to snipe him for a low number. But I still think anybody, anybody with brain cells is going to, or just 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 watch the games are going to realize that Samaj P Ryan is a a super high priority ad this week. He is like a top three ad that everyone has to, has to, has to have. So he is
0: owned in 3.9% of leagues as we're recording this on Tuesday. So, yes, that number is good.
1: That number is going to jump about 65%, at least, or or it should.
0: I am very happy. I I added him randomly in October because I was like, I have a free roster spot. I'm going to get a handcuff for Joe Mixon. And it is now potentially paying off.
1: That's good managing. That's good managing. It's exactly what you have to do. You find yourself a free roster spot, you go get your handcuffs. That's exactly what you have to do. So, Whoever's starting for Cincinnati at the running back position, you're starting them. Obviously, you're starting the chosen one. That that we Adam, I've seen the Anakin
0: line. Skywalker plays the plays in the NFL.
1: Joe Burrow could could be Anakin Skywalker. He is the same level of heartthrob, just only about, let's say, uh 19 years apart. Is he um, also
0: secretly evil?
1: Oh, yeah. Joe Burrow is a bad man. Joe Burrow is a very, very, very bad man. Yes. Oh, he absolutely. Kills children. Um, he breaks children's hearts. I could tell you that. He's Anakin Skywalker
0: from the Clone Wars.
1: Yes. Yes. Exactly. All,
0: all the Anakin Skywalker without any of the, any of the evil energy.
1: Joe Burrow. Joe is Burr just Joe Burrow is that guy. He, the, he Joe Burrow is him.
2: <laughs>
1: Joe Burrow is him. <laughs> he's he's just, fantastic. Just, just a great guy. He's he's terrific. Start him. Jamar Chase. Zach Taylor did say that Jamar Chase was going to return to the practice field this week. So that's good. Um, wanna obviously see it. Want to obviously see on that injury report that he is limited. And if he practices all three days, he should be good to go for Sunday. And his return is going to be very, very welcome back for the Cincinnati Bengals. If there's no Jamar Chase, Obviously, you fire up T. Higgins, you fire up Tyler Boyd. Disappointing day uh, in week 11 for Tyler Boyd against against Pittsburgh, only two catches on seven targets. I would expect that number to go up if there's no Jamar Chase, but obviously if there is Jamar Chase. Boyd is on the outside looking in. And T. Higgins T. Higgins was great against Pittsburgh, and I would ex- I would expect that he is going to maintain uh, a steady target share in this offense. He's going to be a safe play every single week. So, yeah, you, you start T. Higgins. And Hayden Hurst is a borderline start.
0: All right, cool. And then Tennessee, I mean, you something that is interesting that you were talking about on the on the review show. And I do listen. Uh you're talking about how underrated now the Titans receivers are. Are you starting your guys? Like, can we are we in starting your guys territory for Tennessee where it's more than just Derrick Henry, where you're starting Tannehill, you're starting Woods, you're starting Treylon Burks?
1: Yes. I think so. I think you, you, you could – let me just see where I have Tannehill in my QB ranks this week. I have Ryan Tannehill as my QB 16. So, yeah, you can start Tannehill pretty comfortably. I, I think I think you can get away with that. Uh, Derek Henry, obviously, is starting. And I, I would start Traylon Burks this week. I would start Traylon Burks. I'm not starting Robert Woods. Not yet. I want to see it again. But Burks is getting a consistent target share now, which – I'm loving it. We said, I said this in the review show as well. Think of Amon Ross St. Brown and what Amon Ross St. Brown did went on that heater to end the year last year. The signs are there that Traylon Burks can be something very similar to that. I just don't know if he's going to score every week, just because we know who's scoring every week for the Tennessee Titans and it's Derrick Henry. But in terms of can he produce big games for you and be a really, really consistent floor receiver and potentially have the upside and growth to be a wide receiver, maybe two rest of season? Yeah. Yeah, he definitely has that upside. So he's yep. he's another high priority ad, especially for teams that are struggling in the receiver department. I, I would I would consider dropping 15, 20% of my overall fab on Traylon Burks.
0: All right. Uh you think Derrick Henry throws another touchdown this year or this week? Or actually, you know what? This year. Let's say that.
1: Listen, <laughs> you <think> <laughs> I I have doubted Derrick Henry in the past. He's quickly approaching the level of Tom Brady, where you never doubt the man.
0: He, you know, he said it himself. He's like a young Peyton Manning.
1: He is. He is. Let me tell you. I mean, he's, we doubted him coming into the year as to whether he was going to be a PPR god. And look, he's a PPR god now. I mean, he, he's, he's insane. He catches, he catches passes. He throws touchdowns. He runs for touchdowns. The man can do it all. I mean, they, they call him King Henry for a reason. Man's a king. Yep.
0: He's, he's like what everybody thinks that Taysom Hill is.
1: Correct. Only he's better. He is better. Only he's better. And he's a water rhinoceros. And I love him.
0: What? Heisman Trophy winner, Derek he is
1: built. He is built like a water rhinoceros. Takes him, he, takes him 20 minutes to run five yards. But I love him.
0: He can get a first down just by falling forward.
1: You, you know those guys that you have where it's like you see them play in a, in any sport, not just football, but in any sport, and you're just, like, you're beaming with joy because the way that they play just makes you, like, all warm and fuzzy inside. Do you know that feeling? I do. That is – Derrick Henry is one of those guys that does that to me.
0: <laughs> Honestly, I feel that way whenever I watch Artemi Panarin play. Yeah. And Chris
1: That's, 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 that could be, that could be another one, but unfortunately I've only had Derek Henry once. It was for eight games. Sad face.
0: Yeah. Also, we had him at the same, it was the Nicole. That's
1: right. It was, it was rough. That's right. It was, I forgot about that. That's where I had him. Um,
0: we also had Swift and Williams in that call and Clyde. and, And I just don't know. What
1: the well, we're not gonna be doing a call anymore because uh the guillotine is is a rousing is success.
0: A, I a, love the guillotine. a riveting success. I love the guillotine.
1: Yeah, that is a a, a
0: massive, massive success. That yeah. shit's dying. Honest, yeah. It's great. It's absolutely great. Um, this game, we have a revenge game, Mr. Birdsall. Can you guess who it is?
1: We have a revenge game in this game.
0: It's the te- it's the Texans and the Dolphins.
1: Oh, I was th- I was thinking about um, the Cincinnati game. Oh, Texans no. and the Dolphins. We have a revenge game. Is it Laramie Tunsil?
0: It is Laramie Tunsil. Look at me, Laramie Tunsil revenge game.
1: Larry Tunsil revenge game. He's going to have, have an have an all time offensive line performance.
0: Yes, he's going to pre- he's going to prevent so many sacks. He's going to have so he- many pancakes.
1: I tell you, I tell you, he's 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 just a great guy. He's just he's just a great, 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 great guy.
0: He's gonna make so many pancakes, he's gonna have to go get a job at IHOP because he's so good at making pancakes. <laughs> it, it's such it's such a shame.
1: The man, the man wanted to uh, make a choice out of a gas mask to avoid going to a shit team, and he still ended up on a shit team.
0: And he got traded from a shit team to a team they thought was gonna be good, but turned out to be a shit team.
1: And it's shit, yeah. And it's absolute fucking dog shit. Um, Here's a take for you, Adam. You ready for this? Yeah. Might be an overreaction, possibly.
0: I'm kind of afraid to hear about what this is.
1: I would not play a single Houston Texan.
0: Oh, wait, not even Damian Pierce? If you could bench him, I would. You probably could bench him. Because I don't think Damian Pierce didn't go too high in drafts where you're like I have no other options.
1: Only 17 yards of total offense last week. That's that's brutal. That's that is a back breaking week. And the thing is, too, at least in the middle of the season, he was catching passes. He was scoring. He has not scored a rushing touchdown since week five. He has not had a touchdown since week eight, when he caught a garbage time a garbage time passing cut from Davis mills. Is that against the Eagles? No, it was against Titans. Oh, against Titans. If you could afford to bench Damian Pierce, I would do it, but it depends on who you're benching him for. Like in my ranks, Pierce is my RB 18. I have Jamal Williams ahead of him. I have David Montgomery ahead of him. I have James Conner ahead of him. I have Najee Harris behind him. I have mommy behind him. I have Miles Sanders behind him. I would play the other running back in this game over Damion Pierce. And I am doing that in the guillotine. I'm starting Jeff Wilson over Damion Pierce.
0: I was literally gonna use your team as an example of like what you should do for Damien Pierce.
1: But oh yeah, yeah. I'm I'm pl- I'm playing Jeff Wilson over Damion Pierce. Absolutely. But I don't know if it's also a great comparison either because then you factor in that I have like four receivers that I can't bench. So that's kind of the reason why – like like if Jamar Chase doesn't play, I have to start Damian Pierce. I don't have a choice. But if Jamar Chase plays, I could play Jamar Chase. I could play Amari Cooper. I could play Jalen Waddell. I could play Tyler Lockett. And this is a full PPR. So I can I can get away with that. But outside outside of that, I know a lot of people don't have those options. Pierce for me is a very, very, very risky RB2. So obviously, I understand there are a lot of teams out there that don't have that sort of luxury where they can play, they can sit Damian Pierce. I, I In my keeper league, another great example, I have to play Damian Pierce. Like I am not playing Damian Pierce or not sitting Damian Pierce for David Montgomery in that league. I know I have David Montgomery higher, but I'm not, me personally, I can't do it. I can't do it against the Jets who have a really, really good, uh, Russian defense I, I can't do it I, I have to go ahead and play uh, Pierce especially if there's no Justin Fields we'll get to, we'll get to the Bears but they're, that could they're be they're another one where yeah that could be another one where I just don't want to play anybody uh, for, the, for the Chicago Bears if there's no Justin Fields um, but mm-hmm. <clears throat> with that being said if you have the options you could bench Pierce if you don't have the options and you have to play Pierce which I fully understand He's a very, very risky RB, two, and you hope that he finds a way to freaking score.
0: Yeah, but you're playing everybody from the Dolphins that you can think of. Fancy
1: goldmine. Starting Tua, you're starting Jeff Wilson, you're starting Raheem Mostert, you're starting Reek, you're starting Waddle, Um, and would I start Mike Kosicki? Let me see where he is in the ranks.
0: The thing you have Uh, to worry about with this game, actually, is that it might get out of hand too quickly where you're not going to get any usage for uh, Terry kill or Jalen Waddle past the third quarter. So like the entire fourth quarter is going to be like, just running the, like trying to run the football. Bad teams improve
1: bad teams improve. So this could be a shocker where maybe, maybe Houston keeps us close, but I don't see a situation where
2: Miami just completely stomps on them. I don't think.
1: Oh, who am I kidding? It's the fucking Texans.
0: You know, I'm trying to be nice. I know, but it's not working. But they're just—they're not a good team.
1: No, they're not. they are. They—they—they most certainly are not. Um, but yeah, you're playing your Dolphins and you're enjoying the fantasy success. Bring back, bring back the waddle this week.
0: I do like that that celebration. It's one of my. Oh fuck! You're gonna make me waddle. Okay, oh that's gross. I was thinking of the song. The you know the waddle baby waddle. That's all oh
1: right, right.
0: Oh Isn't Adam, you know, I'm so waddle? sorry.
1: I completely I completely forgot. Let me do let me just do the QB entry over again. I apologize. Um, you are starting. You would title be the YOLA, QB Alabama.
2: Oh, good point. You're starting. Well, anyway, let's move on
0: to this to the Jets, Chicago Bears going in MetLife playing the Jets. Who's it going to be at quarterback? Rob Sala non-committal on Zach Wilson as the uh, starter. He was in, he was like two hours late to the press conference, um, and all the speculation ran ran amok as to why. Um, but that's not really relevant. But um, he's a yeah, real prima donna. Rob Sala? No, no, is no. That... Zach Wilson. Oh, yeah, he is.
1: No, I think Rob Sala is actually a very good coach.
0: I think he's, he's a very, very, very good coach. I'll tell you what. Jimmy Garoppolo looks, would look great in Jets Green.
1: You and, you and Jake need to have a conversation about that because Jake just w- wants nothing to do with Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm like, you're out of your fucking mind.
0: He knows the offense already. Exactly. And he's Thank confident. You.
1: Thank you. Exactly. He he would love that. Jake just wants sexy names. That's that that's that's the only thing that he wants.
0: Also, I do not want Aaron Rodgers. You think Zach Wilson's a prima donna in the in press conferences? Aaron Rodgers is the is the king of prima donnas.
1: Jake also thinks that the Jets are a quarterback away from being a Super Bowl contender. So
0: well, maybe quarterback away from being a legitimate playoff contender. Yes, Yes. absolutely, absolutely not a Super Bowl contender. Well,
1: tell it to Jake. Tell it to Jake.
0: Because he thinks uh, that the
1: Jets bring in Aaron Rodgers. They're winning the Super Bowl in 2023. I mean,
0: maybe. But no. It, it would be great for the development of the receivers. And, I mean, that team would be pretty you'd stacked.
1: You would make the playoffs. Aaron Rodgers does not solve your problems.
0: No. Just, you need somebody with, with more longevity. And you're I mean, going up. Jum-
1: on- you're still going up against the bad man, Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow, You're going against him. You're still going against Justin Herbert and Patty oh, Mahomes. Well, yeah, you beat me to the punch. You're going against Josh Allen. You're going against now Tua Tagelabiliola, QB Alabama. And
0: this is this a new thing Mahomes. now? What's that? This is a new thing. It might have to be. Well, better you than me because I don't know if I can.
1: You don't know if Uh, you can go that low?
0: I can't do that every single time. Give it a try, Adam. Give it a try. I get super tongue-tied. Give it a try, Adam. I get tongue-tied saying, like, speaking normally. Fair. That's fair. That's fair. To a Tagoviliola, whatever, QB Alabama. To uh, a
1: Tagoviliola, QB Alabama.
2: To a -a tagalabiliola. QB Alabama.
0: Anyway, so really, this game this game is about who is starting a quarterback for both teams, to be honest with you. Yeah. Because so. um, it, is it Mike White? Is it Joe Flacco? Is it Chris Trevler? Who knows? It's probably Mike White. Just because, although, I mean, Joe Flacco, listen, the Baltimore game aside, he was terrible in that game. But he was... Good at the end of the Cleveland game. And honestly, the Cincinnati game wasn't great either. But I,
1: I think I do think it's going to be Joe Flacco. I, I do think so.
0: But I mean, Mike White is the backup. Is is the two the second quarterback kind on of the depth chart? Oh, he is. Yeah.
1: Oh, see, I didn't know that.
0: OK, he has been for the past couple of weeks, actually.
1: So he's been the guy that's dressing. Yes. Aha. Okay, so then yeah, it would be Mike White.
0: Stupid Jets fans cling on that one game against Cincinnati for Mike White and don't remember his trash performance against Buffalo.
1: How about how about his performance versus Indy? Yeah, before he got hurt, was pretty good. That Thursday night game. Yeah. Hey, I can tell you right now, if it is Mike White, welcome back, Elijah Moore.
0: Yeah. Even if it's Joe Flacco, welcome back, Elijah Moore. Welcome back, Garrett Wilson. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah.
1: You need know. a quarterback that can push, that can at least push the ball downfield, make make easy completions. the, the simple things. Zach Wilson. That's been my, my biggest criticisms of him as a professional. He doesn't do the simple things at all.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And Zach Wilson could be missing his favorite target, Corey Davis. That also could be a possibility.
0: I think that's really what it is because he, whenever Corey Davis is in the lineup, he seems to pepper him with targets.
1: He does. He does. But and yeah,
0: I I just don't, I don't think Zach Wilson's going to be starting this week. I'd be surprised.
1: I'll keep it very simple for you, Adam, with the jets. I would not be starting any New York jet until you see what this offense is. I would, however, pick up Elijah Moore as a stash. It's so wait and see. And then for Chicago, if Justin Fields doesn't play, there's not a single Chicago Bear that I would play. If Justin Fields does play, you start Justin Fields. You start David Montgomery. You can give Darnell Moody some consideration. You can give Cole Komet top 10 tight end consideration. And the Jets, and the Jets defense is very much in play. Same thing with Chicago, too. I would start both defenses.
0: This could be an interesting game. It's uh, going to be. sure. Yeah, it's got to be, and I mean, if if Rob Sala goes with Zach Wilson and he stinks up the joint against the Bears, he's then done. He's he's done. Serious questions are going to need to be asked.
1: Well, they're being asked already.
0: Yeah. Um, all right, moving on to the game or the team that the Bears just played, the Atlanta Falcons going to Washington to play the Commanders, and um, we already talked about your boy mommy 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 and mommy how great of a start he is and really i mean who else are you starting in this game
1: uh Cordero patterson i would play as a top 24 option um but you could spot start mario mariotta outside of that i'm not playing anybody for atlanta maybe drake london now that kyle pitts is uh probably done for the year
0: i wonder what this offense is going to look like without kyle pitts they're although going to pick a probably,
1: journeyman tight end. He's going to be peppered, 10 targets a game.
0: Although you just have to look at the first, like, four weeks of the season to see what this offense looks like with that Kyle Pitts. Yeah. But, um, yeah.
1: Exactly. <laughs> um, and then for Washington, you're starting Antonio Gibson. You're not starting Taylor Heineke. Get that thought of your, out of everybody's head. But it's Atlanta. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. You're starting Brian Robinson as a as a flex level play. Fire up Terry McLaurin. Curtis Samuel is a flex. I don't mind. You're not starting Jahan Dotson. You're not starting Dimey Brown. And I would say Logan Thomas is a mid-range tight end, too. So oh,
0: yep. Also as the, a long
1: as a long shot, hope he scores a touchdown play. Thomas is fine.
0: Also, the commander's defense. Yeah,
1: it's you know, about time. I picked them. I picked them in the uh, sleeper pool, the sleeper pool for uh, fantasy pros, and it only took them about twelve weeks to uh, to show up. So, thank you, God. Well, uh, well it's yeah.
0: because of your boy Chase Young. Hmm. O H I O. O
1: oh, H motherfucking I O, damn straight. Um, yeah, I, I I think Washington's a, sol- a solid enough start this week. Top twelve start.
0: Yep. I may or may not have been rooting for Maryland's when I watched that game on the plane, on the plane ride home.
1: ah, oh, you're a disgrace.
0: <laughs> it, it was a good game. Oh, well, it was a good who first wins, half. Who
1: wins the game this weekend, Adam?
0: Ooh, who wins the game? You got to go. It's like, do you go with history or do I want to be invited on the pod back on the podcast again? That's the, that's the real question. It's at the show. It is at oh. It's probably Ohio State then. I hope so. I hope so. It's going to be a tough one. I mean, when was the last time that it was two undefeated teams going into the game?
1: Uh, last year. Oh. Yeah, last year.
0: Well, okay.
1: Last year. When Michigan absolutely routed us at, at the big house.
0: Yeah. Well that game also uh, there was some weather going on. It was snowing up there. Yeah, but if CJ
1: if CJ Stroud is gonna be a top tier NFL quarterback, he may be ending up he may go to the Detroit Lions. And where are the Detroit Lions playing? In a dome. No, well they will guess, but they're going to <laughs> Chicago and they're going to Green Bay. <laughs> I hope my man can handle some weather.
0: <laughs> okay. Still, though, I don't know. Yeah, I think it's probably going to be Ohio State.
1: Ohio State win big.
0: I think it's going to be close.
1: Ohio State went absolutely huge. Ohio, Ohio State went by uh, by 35.
0: Well, I mean, no bias there.
1: Absolutely no bias. Ohio State went by 35. OHIO. Yeah. All
0: right. Next game, uh, Super Bowl 50 rematch between the Denver Broncos and the Carolina Panthers in Carolina. And, um, I mean, this is like, is this a get right game for the Broncos? The Broncos suck. They suck. They suck. Um, Melvin Gordon got waived. That's something that we didn't talk about. This
1: is definitely the big story is, you know, what, what happens now? Lat Murray is the starter here. He is a high end flex play. So if you pick, if you get him on waivers this week, you pick him up and I would start Lat Murray. I would start Lat Murray because he should be getting the touches all to himself, where they incorporate Marlon Mack. They'll probably bring somebody else in. Um
0: Chase Edmonds is even out. Like yeah, for, Chase Edmonds, for-
1: Chase Evans is on IR. Yeah. He's on IR. So of course Denver has Marlon Mack, but I'm also trying to figure out who the next guy on the depth chart is. If they even have anybody on the on the depth chart. Let's just let's just see if they if they have it. Um. Duh, 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 duh. I know they have Mike Boone. I know Mike Boone's on IR. It is. All uh, right, yeah, they don't have anybody listed. So it's it's just Marlon Mack. So they'll they'll probably sign somebody else, unless they think they're gonna uh, activate um Mike Boone.
0: Is Philip Lindsay available? He might be.
1: I think he is. <clears throat> that would be fascinating. Philip Lindsay back h- back with Denver, that'd be that'd be that'd be something. Um, but yeah, you're picking up you're picking up Lat Murray, you're starting Lat Murray, uh, and you're starting Cortland Sutton if there's no Jerry Judy. And I would start Greg Dulcich. I I I I would start him, but I think we're just hoping for something out of this Denver offense that's just not really there. So it may be best to fade all of the uh non-essential Denver Bronco options. So the only essential Denver Bronco options are Lat Murray and Cortland Sutton.
0: Yeah. I mean, what's going on with Jerry Judy? Like he hasn't been. I don't know. People are saying that that ankle injury is worse than it is probably, but he hasn't been ruled out like immediately.
1: But they're still saying he's day to day. Interesting. Yeah, they haven't. It's just hard for me to imagine they're going to rush him back unless unless Nathaniel Hack is just
0: like fuck it. I need this guy to save me, save my job. He needs Jerry Judy to save his job. That's who the fuck does. Is dropping a bunch of passes going to help him? Keep his job. I, I just the guy doesn't know what he's doing. He really doesn't.
1: It's borderline sad. Yeah. Well, I think with 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 Josh McDaniels, I don't feel bad because it's Josh McDaniels and fuck Josh McDaniels. But with Nathaniel Hackett, I almost feel bad. Almost.
0: Yeah, and the funny thing is, I mean, the Packers look like a shell of themselves without Nathaniel Hackett. So he must have been doing something in Green Bay. They are just
1: guys that are better coordinators than they are head coaches and yep. you see it all the time. Tom Bowles yep exactly. Bill O'Brien. yeah Bill O'Brien that's a
2: great
0: one. Matt Patricia probably.
1: yeah even though he's somehow the offensive coordinator I don't, I don't know how that, how that managed to work itself out that's a little uh, silly uh Brandon Staley yep Brandon Staley's just he, he's an awful head coach he's he, he's terrible at his job. Arguably, um, Zach Taylor. And speaking of speaking of guys that I that I hate, um, we'll get. Actually, no. I'll say I'll save it for for the game when we get there. There's something else I want to say, but we'll I'll save it.
0: Is it about Brandon Staley?
1: No, it's not Brandon Staley.
0: Oh, okay. Um, anybody for the for the Panthers?
1: Deonta Foreman.
0: There you go. That's it. He wasn't great last week, though.
1: No, no. This is not a tough matchup for him, but. A lot of zero RB teams may not have a better option. So Deonta Foreman, Deonta Foreman, I would sit DJ Moore because Baker Mayfield just he 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 is a killer of fantasy value. He he really is. It was looking good for a little bit, but no, it was looking real hot for a little while with DJ Moore, and then Baker Mayfield came back and completely fucked that.
0: Yeah. All right. Next game, Baltimore at Jacksonville. Um, You're starting your guys for the Ravens. Yep. Starting Lamar. Interesting what
1: happens with the running back situation. I probably would fade them all together, but if I had to choose one, it would still be Kenyon Drake unless Gus Edwards comes back. Then it's a definite fade. Um, I'm not starting any of the receivers, even though Demarcus Robinson had a really good day. I'm not starting them and Mark Andrews. Obviously you are starting. Jacksonville, I would consider Trevor Lawrence as a mid-range QB2. Obviously, you're starting Travis Etienne. You're starting Christian Kirk. And I would consider Evan Ingram a little bit. Uh, Evan Ingram, for me, is a borderline tight end two this week. So, yeah, you you could consider him. You could definitely consider him. I would not start either defense in this matchup, however. So, that is one that I think I would look to uh, look to avoid. Ravens have to bounce back because that game, that game against Carolina, they should have they should have won by fifty. And how that was that was only a close game. That that's borderline embarrassing. Yeah. That, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what the hell is wrong with Lamar Jackson this year. I, I really I really don't know.
0: Well, you'd think that since he's playing for his cash, he'd be doing a lot better. He he really is
1: taking the playing for the cash theory and throwing it out the window.
0: Well, listen. It doesn't. It doesn't. Sometimes it works in the opposite effect for people because you you just put that much more pressure on yourself.
1: I mean, maybe, but he, had, he he's not running as much. I mean, maybe it's just because it's the first time I've had Lamar, and maybe he just wants to fuck me because I'm just such a Michael Vick stan. But I don't know. I have I say, I, I I don't know. Yeah, I don't know
0: either. That's somebody that a lot of Jets fans want to uh, be on their team next year. It's a
1: pipe dream because Baltimore's going to franchise tag him.
0: Yeah. Well, oh, I think I know the guy that you hate that you're going to, because he's playing Brandon Staley's team. It is Cliff Kingsbury. Nope. No. I do hate him. I do hate him, but it's not him. Well, either way, next game, Chargers and Cardinals. Um, Kyler Murray, watch. Tyler Murray watch, Mike Williams watch. Um just who knows. If you have Josh Palmer, keep him. Yes. Dro- absolutely.
1: Him. Especially if if they're talking about which is true which could be true that Mike Williams reaggravated the high ankle sprain, that could be even more time on the sidelines. If that's true. Which yes. if that's the case, Josh Palmer, yeah. Yeah, he's a really really good start. Um, But outside of that, Kyler, obviously, if he plays, you start him. If not, you're not starting Colt McCoy. Uh, James Conner, absolutely, yes. James Conner is a great start this week. The Chargers cannot stop the run for shit. Isaiah Pacheco had his first 100-yard game against the Chargers. You start James Conner. He has a smash play this week. DeAndre Hopkins, you don't need me to tell you. You're starting DeAndre Hopkins. This guy, since he's come back, has led the league in targets. He is an absolute animal. But the one thing that could derail that a little bit is the return of Hollywood Brown. If he comes back this week, Hollywood could be a plug-in-play wide receiver three option with obviously the growth and potential to be a wide receiver two. And continue to keep an eye on Trey McBride. He's not someone that I'm starting yet. But obviously, with no Zach Ertz for the rest of the year, McBride could become a little bit interesting for the Chargers. Justin Herbert, you're obviously starting. Austin Eckler, you're obviously starting. Keenan Allen, you're obviously starting. Josh Palmer, you're starting. If there's no Mike Williams, I mean, even if there, even if, honestly, if there even if there is Mike Williams, maybe they could have him on a snap count. Maybe you play Josh Palmer. But in any event, you're holding on to Josh Palmer. If there's no Mike Williams, you're playing him. If there is Mike Williams, you could probably. Consider him as a wide receiver three, if not high end wide receiver four. And then Gerald Everett as well, you know, had the groin injury, acted up in Friday's practice to not play Sunday night. He's definitely still day to day. If he plays, you start him mm-hmm. because the Arizona Cardinals are fucking dog shit against tight ends. They really are. They are bad. They are historically bad against tight ends.
0: This yeah, spans pretty, back to last pretty, year. Pretty not good.
1: And they just uh, resurrected the uh, career of George Kittle on Monday Night
0: Football. They sure did. Uh, we're going to get there in a second. But um, mm-hmm. we're going to go to the Raiders and the Seahawks in this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, not a lot of injuries so far. So nope. that's good. Um, but, you, I mean, you like Josh Jacobs. You like Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams is still great. Yeah. yeah, you're playing you're
1: playing your guys. You're playing your guys. And I, I you could make a case of spot to start Derek Carr. Yep.
0: Yeah. And then coming off a bye, like are you still starting Gino?
1: Yep. I think there's a lot of points in this game. I think there are a lot of points that are scored that are scored in this game. So you're starting Gino, you're starting Kenneth Walker, starting DK, starting Lockett, and I I don't think you're starting any any um Seahawks tight end. But if I choose one, it's probably Noah fan. All right.
0: Cool. That's easy enough. Our next game is the Rams and the Chiefs in Kansas City. And the Rams are a are a shit show. An absolute shit show. Yeah. Without you, with or without Matt Stafford.
1: Yeah, they are. They're they're an absolute fucking shit show. Uh Superflex, if there's no John Walford. Or Matt Stafford, I would give Bryce Perkins a look. <clears throat> Just because of he likes to run the ball. He could be interesting. I guess I so. say interest interesting in in a in, in a real, real, real vacuum.
0: Yeah, I mean that's like a desperation play if I've ever, ever seen one.
1: Very much so. Very much so, especially in a week where all quarterbacks are are loaded up and ready to go. If you can't find a better option out there, um, then I guess you can default to to Bryce Perkins.
0: Yeah. Um, what about the running backs? Or, or uh, I mean, Cam Akers Cam positions. Akers finally
1: dominated the touches.
0: I mean, okay. I don't know. This team this team is a is a like I said, this team's a shit show. I, a I don't like show. anybody on this team.
1: Alan Robinson and Tyler Higby. Those those are the two that I would I would consider. outside, outside of that, no.
0: Yep, uh, for Kansas City, game script play- should
1: be favorable for Robinson and Higby. I don't know if it's necessarily favorable for Cam Akers.
0: No, not really. But for the Chiefs, you're starting your guys. Uh, yep. You're monitoring the injury reports for um, Juju, and
1: I think Juju plays this week.
0: Yeah. Well, Miko Harmon's on IR, but mm-hmm. MV- MVS is also uh, hurt. Right?
1: No, Kadarius Tony.
0: Kadarius Tony.
1: Yeah, Kadarius Tony. Tony. Yep, he, he he has the hamstring, so I don't know if Kadarius Tony's going to be uh, going to be active, but I would expect Juju to return, and it would be Juju, MVS, Justin Watson, Travis Kelsey. Uh, you're starting Mahomes, you're starting Pacheco, you're starting Juju. If he plays, if he doesn't, if he doesn't play, and the three wide receivers down, it's MVS and Justin Watson with Sky Moore. Yeah, I actually would give Sky Moore a little bit of a look. He had the most targets out of all the Chiefs wide receivers on Sunday. I would give him, I would give him a look as a potential speculative ad. and then obviously that guy Travis Kelsey. Yeah, you're 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 starting him.
0: Playing the long game with Sky Moore. It only took you twelve weeks to kind of get something out of him.
1: Well, I doubt he was on, on many uh, on many rosters. I mean, let me just see what, what was his what was his roster. Uh, how many leagues was he rostered in? Going into the, this week's waivers If I can figure out how to use ESPN I've only been doing this for the last 10 years of my life um, Skymore is available In eighty About 84% Of ESPN leagues So he is widely available If he's still on rosters in 16% of them um, They're either dynasty leagues Or you are very, very, very patient Or just not giving a shit
0: Yeah, that's true Honestly, I mean, it is probably just Dynasty Leagues that have uh, Sky Moore.
1: And the Chiefs, Chiefs defense is an outstanding play this week. I would, I would pick them up, but I would start them
2: immediately.
0: All right. Cool. I I mean, I know I'm putting in a, a claim for the Chiefs defense in my work league. Uh, and you should. And you should. Yeah. I don't have to. I
1: don't have to in, in a bunch of leagues. I, I, I know I pick, I pick up the Chiefs defense in two spots just to beat the waiver wire. Um, but then I have, the, I have the Patriots in a lot. I have the Cowboys in a lot. I have the Eagles in a lot. And I pick up the Dolphins to start them in, in some as well.
0: Yeah, that's, that could be a good one. And, you know, this next team's defense could be pretty good as well. Uh, the 49ers going up against New Orleans
2: yeah yeah 49ers defense is a great
1: play this week
0: um and we're just getting get into this game i wonder so who's the guy who's the person that you want to talk about that you hate haven't gotten there yet haven't gotten there yet all right i'm interested but uh for the 49ers like you're starting gbg
1: yeah uh, yeah i would give gbg a look sure
0: the running back situation's a little interesting, but I think you just have to start McCaffrey at this point. Yeah, it's McCaffrey.
1: It's McCaffrey. You start him. Mitchell's the handcuff.
0: Yep. And uh, Brandon Ayuk is getting is uh, our good friend Brandon Ayuk. Two He's catches, twenty yards, and two touchdowns. Typical Brandon Ayuk kind of day.
1: Very, very, very typical. It's crazy. Everyone, everybody scored in that Monday night game for San Francisco, except for Christian McCaffrey. That's crazy to me. I know. I think they were trying. I really think they were trying to get Christian McCaffrey a touchdown, but it just so happened that they were just scoring long freaking touchdowns. So Debo Samuel had a 30-something yard run. George Kittle had two touchdowns of 30 plus yards. They were trying, but the card the Cardinals just also quit. They also quit. They were just like, We're done. We're done. We're not we're not we're we're not doing this.
0: Um, well and they put in Trace McSorley. It's like obviously.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um you're starting Debo, who was historically fantastic against the Rams, too. I may add, and you're going to start well, George Kittle.
0: Well, they're playing the Saints.
1: Oh, the Saints. Excuse me. Excuse me. I don't if, you you set the Ram. You set the Rams before, I, and now it's it's stuck in my head. Yeah, you, you start you start Debo against the Saints at home.
0: Yeah. Well, I think Debo's just he's I don't know maybe he's bounced back maybe try it for a week. I don't know if you have any better options on your. On you don't your team. have better
1: options. You don't have better options than Debo. He just scored. So, it, you I mean you, you don't have a reason to bench him?
0: Yeah. And George Kittle? Yeah. You start Yeah. You start And For New Orleans, do yeah. you think it's still going to be Andy Dalton?
1: Yep. It's going to be Andy Dalton. I wouldn't start him. I would start Camara. Obviously, you're starting Olave. And I would say low end tight end one, Jawan Johnson. There you go.
2: than now now we're at the game
0: oh i see we're at sunday night football and it is the green bay packers going to philadelphia to play against the philadelphia eagles
1: nick sirianni is the most unlikable human being that i think i've ever seen in my life he is irritating
0: why is he irritating
1: he is a fan dressed up to play coach. Really? He is a he is a near perfect representation of the city of Philadelphia. <laughs> Slimy, scummy, gross, absolutely cocky as all hell, arrogant, despicable in every way imaginable. This this is a bird full heel turn on the city of Philadelphia. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah noted lover of the city of philadelphia and yes yeah, so this is
1: this is like this is like the rock on monday night raw going up to toronto in 1999 cutting a heel promo on the city of toronto because the maple leafs suck
0: yeah but then he also did the chant let's go leafs let's go leafs which is it definitely is not... what the rock is cooking which is not the right chant. Let's go leafs is not the right chant. It's go leafs go. Yeah, it's go leafs go. But, but he said, let's go Leafs. He chose oh, the, rock, chant. the
1: rock is the rock is perfect. You can't touch. It. Love Dwayne. Love Dwayne. Great guy. Um, for the Packers, brought through this very quick. Very, 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 very quick. For the Packers. You're not starting Aaron Rodgers. I wouldn't do it. You're starting Aaron Jones, you don't have a choice. You're sitting AJ Dillon. Start Alan Lazard, start Christian Watson, don't start Robert Tunyon. For the Eagles, you're starting Jalen Hurts, you're starting Miles Sanders, you're starting A.J. Brown, you're starting Devonta Smith, and you're not starting any Eagles tight end. You are starting the Eagles defense. Absolutely, yes.
0: Yep, this is going to be an interesting game on Sunday night. Very much so. And we'll be probably recording during this game. Yes, we will. I will not be watching. (laughs) Uh, And then Monday. This game has the potential to suck. Honestly. The Steelers and the Colts. I am not crazy about it.
2: Oh, God.
0: I'm really not. I don't know.
1: It's a boring game. It's a very boring game, but. You're obviously playing your guys. You're starting Jonathan Taylor, Michael Pittman, Paris Campbell on a bind is fine. um, and then you're not starting a Colt's tight end. Uh both defenses, I think I think are are viable, especially Pittsburgh, especially with T j. Watt back. Pittsburgh is probably viable, especially at home. Actually, um
0: Indianapolis is at home.
1: Oh, it's an in Indy? yes. Oh, why did I think it was in Pittsburgh? Oh, that was that was a that was a fluff on my part. apologies. I'm not perfect. Um, so yeah, no, no defense is startable. I wouldn't start either defense. Um, but for Pittsburgh, I would start Najee. Pickett and Superflex is fine. Deontay Johnson, no. George Pickens? I think Deontay Johnson is droppable, to be quite honest.
0: He just hasn't done anything. He's a scored all year. He's you think that. The Steelers lost their two top receivers from last year. And everyone's like, oh, Deontay Johnson. It's going to really open things up for Deontay Johnson. But no, all the work is going to George Pickens.
1: Mm-hmm. Because Pickens is great. Pickens, yeah. I'm telling you right now, Pickens is going to be that guy that everybody is looking to go and take in like round six, round seven of drafts next year.
0: He's going to be like the new like Emmanuel Sanders, Antonio Brown for Pittsburgh. Well, maybe Emmanuel Sanders, not uh, not the lofty heights of Antonio Brown,
1: but I was say, that, that's 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 a, that's a that's a different level of 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 beast right there. But that's a different level of beast. I mean, you sleep better at night with Antonio Brown in full point PPR. We can't say that about about George Pickens yet. Um, but yeah, I would I would start. George Pickens. Yeah, I would. If there's, and just going back to Najee for a second, if if there's no Jalen Warren for a prolonged period of time, Najee Harris is is we back. Yep. We back with Najee. And anybody who bought low on Najee, like I did, like I did, me, I did. Good work. Yep. Good for you. Good work. Good work. And you're starting Pat Frymouth. Starting Pat Frymouth. Pat Frymouth with my tight end three this week.
0: This feels like a game where Pat Frymouth is going to score. He's definitely going to get
1: his his, his catches and his yards, no doubt about it. Which is really all you need. Really all you need for, uh, for the tight end position.
0: A successful young quarterback needs a good tight end as a safety blanket, and Pat Frymouth is that guy for Kenny Pickett.
1: Uh, yeah. And he's, he definitely is the 1B in his offense to George Pickens, is not the 1A to Pickens 1B.
0: Yep. Well, we all thought, see, the thing with George Pickens, it's kind of funny going back to like the draft and stuff. Like he had first round potential, but he was just injured. That's the only thing that let him fall, right? Uh, yeah. That's, it's, it's just funny how that stuff works out. Uh, yeah, it's true. Because, I mean, we didn't even talk about this, but you know who's coming back to practice this week? Another receiver who's injured in the draft. Oh, Jameson. Yeah. They're just
1: opening the window for his return. I I don't think he plays. If he plays, he'll play one or two games in December, and that's it. But, but it again, is, yeah. he, he's someone to, to – if he's available in your league, Jameson Williams for the Detroit Lions – He's worth a pickup as a wait and see. Well, if
0: it's a if it's a keeper league, and if it's dynasty, if it's redrafted, you're wasting a roster spot.
1: Fair, very fair.
0: Or an IR slot, really. Yeah, that's true. That's a fair point. Because I don't think if he comes back this year, I don't think it's going to be great. But next year, he might be going in like the early double digits, just for out of pure speculation.
1: Um I still think Jameson Williams is probably a double digit round pick next year. Just because again it it is pure speculation, but if if yeah. if Bryce Young is the starter there, then people will draft him higher than he should okay. just because oh Bryce gets reunited with Jameson Williams to another another college wide receiver duo in the National Football League. It's Jamar Chase and Joe, and Joe Burrow part two.
0: So what you're saying is that the Jets need to draft CJ Stroud to reunite him with Garrett Wilson. That's what's looking like, yes. So that's what you're telling me.
1: Oh, and Adam, forgive me. I completely, I completely forgot. Completely forgot before we, uh, before we wrap up here. Uh, it's also like uh, Jalen Waddle and to be Alabama. That's fair.
0: I to put that in there. It worked for one year with Jalen Hurts and Devonta Smith. It did. That it did. And now it doesn't because the power of Arthur Juan Brown. It's too much. Mm-hmm.
1: The force is strong in that one.
0: <laughs> it really is. Well, thank you for listening to this episode of the Basin Talk Podcast be sure To find all episodes where we get podcast, be sure to check those injury reports, and we will talk to you next time.
1: Bye-bye.